0: Da, 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 da. You sound insane. you
1: realize that? Oh, yeah. yeah! The whole world got gone crazy! Is he serious? Yeah. It's showtime. That's one. me today in anticipation of the final... In a trilogy of Planet of the Apes <laughs> movies, Rise of the Dawn it's of the War of the Rise, the war out the rise of-, of the Planet of the Rise of the Apes. Think it's what it's Rise the of the Dawn. It's a hell of a poster of the war for
2: the Planet of the Apes. Okay, Rise of the. It right. just rolls
1: off the tongue mm-hmm. no matter what. <laughs> makes
2: and it logically
1: makes sense, mm-hmm. right? Because everyone knows there's a dawn after a rise. <laughs> <laughs> so, gosh, I still can't believe
2: that happened.
1: Um, okay, so the prequel. Movies mm-hmm. are wrapping up their trilogy here very very soon. Is this
2: it? Are these, is this the last one? This is the last
1: one. Oh, I didn't know that. Before the, uh, are they going to the remake? Or before they... the Planet of the Apes. Um, I'm sure they'll try. Keep and them going, man. Keep, keep them, them going. going. <laughs> uh, but as far as I know, Ooh, man, this is the big. this is the bridge. The War of the Apes is the bridge between that and Planet of the Apes. Cool. Okay. So, I think we all know how it ends. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> safe to say we win. We defeat the the humans. Do mm-hmm. humans win? And then Charlton Heston is just flying around in space. You think he takes off at the end of the movie, the spaceship takes <laughs> off from
2: Earth? Uh, kind of like a Princess Probably. Leia moment. Then right. we have weird, like half CGI Charlton Heston. Yeah, with Maybe. a shotgun. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a
1: cool dude. So we gather here today to discuss uh, Planet of the Apes, the original,
2: a one classic, of these. the
1: classic.
0: Mm, I love a- this movie. A ridge. Spoiler alert, I like this one. How many
1: of these are there?
0: Five. Five? Okay. Five, not including the Tim Burton remake. Oh, gosh, I forgot about that. Hot garbage. Yeah. How was Johnny Depp not the ape?
2: He was actually (laughs) playing the actor, playing the ape. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. Why does that one ape have white face paint and a crow on his shoulder? Why is Caesar wearing a scarf? <laughs> yeah, that's this a, super affected, sense. a super affected, a super affected side gosh, ape that they the introduced. Worst smelling ape of all time. That's <laughs> <saying> a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I forgot. You always try to forget that one. I've, I've left. I that one honestly,
2: that one. I promise you, I'm mad at you now, Brian. I never would have <laughs> thought of that again. I honestly thought yeah. that had never been remade until <laughs> you just reminded me. I remember it now. That's but
0: the top ten most disappointing movie of my life. I was very angry in. That. It's Wahlberg, right? Yep. Marky Mark and Tim Burton and Michael Clark Michael Duncan? Clark Duncan, Helena Bottom Carter,
1: Tim Roth.
2: Oh, yeah. man. Mm. Tim, You know it was in the late 90s of Tim Roth was there. Yeah. yeah. Is there like a
1: love scene between Tim Roth and Helena Bottom Carter, like a monkey love Probably. scene or something? <laughs> I've only seen it one time. I think time. there is. It was
0: in theaters, and I was
1: disgusted and very angry about it, because I love this series. So, how dare you? Isn't Tim Burton married to Helena Bottom Carter? He was. Or was. was. No so he's like, like, all right, honey. No. <laughs> Dressed like a monkey. Now, no, no. this is just some weird perversion of of Tim Burton, like wanting was, to see his wife
0: make love as a monkey. That was a great bit on SNL back when <laughs> SNL was funny. It, who who played the accountant? Do you remember this? It was the accountant for the stars. It was Mort, Mort uh-huh. Feinstein. Yeah, it was Samberg, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. And uh, Tim Burton is uh, is uh, Bill Bill Hader, <laughs> and he comes in with. Uh, with Helena Bonham Carter And they try to pay their taxes In weird creatures That they've designed <laughs> like, I built this spider he just hands it Across the desk He's like Yeah For the last time You can't pay me In creepy creatures
2: I walked by Helena Bonham Carter uh, When I was in New York last She was They were filming something there Because she was on Like on the steps of her trailer And uh, On par With what you what heck, Like <laughs> What noise was that Just uh, you know, just exact, just kind of like, eh, wasn't Starstruck yeah. just kind of like, yeah. right well, okay, that's See what she later. looks like. Yeah.
1: yeah. She's speaking,
2: so. She's smoking a cigarette on like the steps of her mm-hmm. trailer talking to. I did make me think more of her though because she was having a very warm conversation with someone who was clearly a peon, uh-huh. like a production assistant or something. I was like, okay, maybe she's cool. Or she might have been yelling at them about her bagel or something, mm-hmm. but she's
1: probably just trying to emotionally get over her. All those Alice movies that she had to do.
2: <laughs> yeah. The last one was post-divorce. So that had to be uncomfortable. Yeah.
1: He wasn't directing
2: that one. Oh, that's though, right. So. Never mind. That was that the was Bob's. James, James Bobin. James
1: Bobin. How could I forget? The Bob's. The Bob. Uh, Brian, so you're a big fan of this. Yeah.
0: This movie. Love these series, man. You love all of these or just this um, one? It's been a really long time since I've seen... I've never seen any of them Two, three, four, five. Uh Two, three, four, five. But yeah, this was... My best friend growing up, Kyle, uh, who I've mentioned a couple times on the show, he show he Kyle. was, uh, he, he. we both, for whatever reason, we really like these movies. And we we did uh, a couple times, did, you know, marathons like late night, just hanging out with each other. One of, his, probably at his house and watched all these movies back to back to back to back. And so.
2: Can I ask a spoiler? Uh-huh. What happens in the sequels? Do we get... Do we win? You get... Or further eight bonus. Yeah,
0: it's like... More, it's just... It gets further... Now I've completely forgotten how the... I think... I think they maybe leave Earth again at some point And then... But, like, it's... They get... It's Beneath the Planet of the Apes, it's War for the Planet of the Apes, it's I can't remember what the gotcha. other ones are even called anymore. There used to be there was a really cool DVD box set of them back when DVD box sets were kind of a new thing. So, yeah, this
1: I've seen them all several times, but this one I've seen Beneath the Planet of the, of the Apes, times. Escape from the Planet yeah, of the yeah, Apes. Escape. And uh, Planet of the Sharks, which I don't think has anything to do with it. No. <laughs> so,
2: I'm trying to put pieces together. And then there was a TV series after So, why Girl. are the apes in space in this one? It's all confusing. They're not in space. Okay. This
0: is, that's the twist. Yeah, that's the twist. This is
2: Earth. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. He comes back to it. Right. The, that's right. the
0: remake. Gotcha. The, I believe the remake is a different planet. And when he crash lands on I think Earth I'm confused at the with end, th- then it also has been taken over by apes. I think that's how. The Tim Burton one went. But no, this is the the whole the twist of it's it right is this movie and I think it was very Dumb question. I'm so caught <laughs> up in the prequels now, I've like forgotten yeah. no, the no. central
2: reveal of the original. I think
0: it, it's it if you watch this now, whether it's your first time watching or whenever it was your first time watching this movie, I think it's pretty clear that they're on Earth the whole yeah. time. It's not much of a twist, but in nineteen sixty eight, I think it was a huge twist, and it really took people by surprise that yeah. they are on they go out of their way multiple times and be like Whatever planet we're on, you know, and then and then it hits at the end, the literally the last scene that they're, you know, they're on Earth. But I don't think they do a great job of hiding it when you are looking. It's weird at when it Harlan
2: Williams years. pops out of this part <laughs> when he's in the. <laughs> he, he was awake up. the whole time, and Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt.
1: <laughs> That's weird. Uh, the, there is actually a line in the beginning that gives away the entire twist. The, one of the astronauts says. The question isn't where we are, as when we are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like how. It's not like where in the galaxy are we? It's like when. It, how much time has passed since we've been asleep? Right. right. Like they could be in the same location. Yeah. Their and, beards uh, grew in so so trimmed.
0: Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Yeah, perfectly manicured.
1: So, Richard, to answer your question. The prequels' point is. Oh no, no
2: to, she died at cracked.
1: Yeah. Well, the the lady died. Yeah. Uh, the the point of the prequels is how did the apes take over the earth? That's uh, that's never right. explained here. Yeah, all they all they know is from the time that they took off till the time they land. Apes have taken right. over the world.
0: And I think it's been a long time since I've watched Rise of the Planet of the Apes, but I believe in that movie the shuttle launches like kind of in the background during uh-huh. the course of that movie. Uh-huh. So shuttle's already up in the air right. Right when when the takeover
1: starts. So uh, I think it's a really clever. explanation and Rise that it's modern medicine. Sure. And and they're trying to find a cure for Alzheimer's and they're testing it on apes Mm -hmm. that uh, the apes become Mm -hmm. self-aware and become more intelligent. I agree. And I think that's a really... It's a movie that... It's a reboot and a prequel at the same time, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think they've done a really good job progressing that i thought that dawn was was better than rise i yes i think dawn is a really clever movie and mm-hmm. i think it's terrifying when the apes i mean the apes in this movie are not scary right they're just like creepy you they're know cre- yeah, they're then, and, creepy yeah they're
0: very creepy In the new ones the time i
1: mean andy Serkis as caesar and all that is just so well done and mm-hmm. so believable and the to, to see an ape or chimpanzee with a machine gun is extremely terrifying yeah. and creepy like uh because I've always thought, you know, monkeys are are so close to humans in a lot of ways that it's uh, it it's like one, it's like it is the link between <clears throat> us and then they're the most human-like animals, you know. And, and to uh,
2: save you guys the emails, we know the difference between monks and apes, <laughs> but monkeys and apes—it's just fun to yes. say monkeys. And we obviously know that monkeys grow up to be apes. I mean, that's the science. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Kornheiser actually thought, by the way. <laughs> they're just baby apes. <laughs> That's exactly That's awesome. so uh yeah, but no, that is so we know, but we're probably gonna say monkey like seven more times, yeah. so it's fine. Deal with it. It's funny that uh in the scene where the, the ship crashes
1: and for nineteen sixty eight this is some pretty good special effects. Yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely. But uh when the ship crashes, it seems like correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, like like one of the crew members knows that they're on Earth. And he says I think Charlton Heston says get 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 out one last signal. Yeah. And he's like, to where? He's like, to Earth. And the guy's like, why? <laughs> yeah. You know, like he yeah. knows that they're yeah. on the if, earth. If he so.
0: doesn't know, then the actor doesn't do a great job of hiding that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I would agree. Uh they have to read the atmosphere, they say, and they're like, Why? you know? It, it is obvious that they know where they are. Uh I like I like to see some of the similarities between the prequel series and the in this series, like, Bright Eyes is one of the, the apes in uh, in Rise, like the nickname, and it's mm-hmm. also the nickname that the apes give Charlton Heston right. as a human in this uh, movie. And um, there has to be an explanation for why Charlton Heston can't talk throughout most of the movie. I guess he gets shot. Yeah, he the, gets shot in the neck. Shot in the neck and can't talk, so therefore um, they know he's an intelligent human, but can't speak because humans have never been able to speak in this uh scenario so i want what maybe we'll find out in war why the humans can't speak now you know because it seems like humans have evolved in 2000 years evolved yeah de-evolved for some reason that that we don't understand why yeah really there's no real explanation for that but uh what what really attracts you to these movies brian what why did y'all decide yeah oh there's all there's alien there's star wars <laughs> like why was planet of the apes what you guys attached yourselves to i think they're there it's a
0: lot we talked about men in black earlier this summer and or earlier today and the i think that what richard you said that movie is so much smarter than it should be or that it needs to be and i think that's how these are too they're really, they play just, the, they find just the right, especially the first one, just the right balance between um, stupid action movie and intelligent commentary. And I, and I always, even as a, you know, a young teenager, I thought those, that that was really cool. The effects aren't great, but they, but they are really good for the time. And they, because they're all practical, it looks, you know, it's it's very reminiscent of like the old Star Trek series or something in, the, in that look. Um, Charlton Heston's awesome uh and this is this is past his peak this is like 10 years after Ben-Hur and Ten Commandments and all that stuff so this is kind of um a second rise for him but he's just such a such an American man, man, mm-hmm. you know, and totally. I, I mean, he's like smoking a cigar in the first scene and stuff like that. I And mean, he just has that uh, kind of a cool in the, vibe. In too. the vacuum
2: of, of yeah, space travel, really which is what
0: you want to do. Not a great idea, but he's Charlton Heston. Yeah, bro. no, he like, can do it. You think Don Draper would not smoke cigarettes in space? <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, so like, I like that. I think the, the set pieces look really cool. I love that, we don't, I mean, this movie's called Planet of the Apes, but you don't actually see an ape until 30-something minutes into the movie. That's kind of a, a cool mm-hmm. idea. I I think it's, even from the first time I watched it, of really being like, okay, I know this is Earth. This is not a big twist. I think it's cool the way they have to figure it out and the way they have to go, especially yeah. Charlton Heston's character, because really, he's the only character, the only non-ape character in the movie. The rest of these are just kind of, uh, you know, they're just waiting to die, but... um, but I you know, I, was, I really thought that was cool, the way they're they've crashed land, they're trying to figure out it's survival, but they're also trying to figure out where they are and when they are and all that stuff. I don't know. It's just always been it's relatively low brow science fiction, but it is done in a highbrow way,
2: if that makes sense. Yeah.
0: And I've always I always really liked that.
2: Richard, did you were you a fan of these at all? Not at all. I've seen them. Um but no part of my life was spent thinking about these much. Um but I do I like the new ones a lot. I've really enjoyed this series. I'm excited for the new one. It was in my draft this year, so I am I'm obviously high on its on uh, its potential. Hopefully it can help me recover from Baywatch, but uh but it's a uh it is a cool, cool science fiction series that's like you said, Brian, that kind of grounded sci-fi of mm-hmm. not being too particularly high minded. Uh but it also kind of this we talked about a few weeks ago, we talked about starship troopers and how um how campy it is negatively this is the way to kind of do campy effectively yeah but in the new ones there's not much camp at all except for the inclusion of james franco
1: yeah i think at the time this was just groundbreaking special effects yeah on mm-hmm. the makeup and stuff yeah like are those actual apes that they learned thought how to talk like what is going on here sure. You know? sure and uh it's what? iconic you know more than anything it might not hold up great in 2017 compared to the 60s but i think uh i mean name a more iconic, like, costume than the ape costume. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like you you immediately know what it is, and everybody, whether you've seen the movies or not, can say, oh, that's Planet of the Apes. Yeah. If
2: I wasn't MacGruber every year for Halloween, I would definitely go as... (laughs) Charlton think about, think about yeah. what a hard sell
1: this was probably at the time too. Yeah, it was. If, if, if not for Charlton Heston being such <laughs> a big name, like, yep. yeah, go see this sci-fi movie of Planet of Apes. Yeah, like it sounds like a like Attack of the Clones, like something like what? Why? Yeah.
0: No, it had, a, it had an interesting development. Um, the guy Arthur Jacobs is the producer, and he this book that this is based on. Uh, is sim- more similar to the Tim Burton version, like it doesn't take place on Earth and mm-hmm. stuff. But he tried, it's a, it's a I believe it's a French book, and he tried to shop it around, and almost everybody was just out on it. But Heston Heston didn't like the book, but he felt like it could make a good movie. And so once he got Heston on board, they were able to to get some, some uh, money. But they had to do a test, basically had to do a test screening with him opposite some guys in some costume that they came up with on the spot. It cost like five grand to do this test shoot, wow. and that's what ultimately got them money yeah. from the studio to make, because the studio uh, was making Dr. Doolittle at the same time. Like you do? Like you do, and that was that movie was very expensive to make, and it ended up being a huge flop. Um, oh, did
2: it? I didn't know that. Yeah, a huge
0: flop, and this, so this movie was like the thing that they were... Like, if this movie hadn't gone well, the studio probably would have gone under, um, but it ended up making... Thirty or forty million dollars, and was a huge hit with um, with kids and with teenagers, and it, that's that's ultimately what led to all the the sequels and stuff. just it was a huge huge market. It had the um, when it hit, it was either ABC or CBS. I can't remember which. Whatever whatever network showed it. Uh, on primetime, it had like an eighty share the day it, it debuted yeah. like it just crushed every everything so that and the other interesting fact that I saw in some of the the makings of all this there's a great documentary on the making of this that's called um, behind the Planet of the Apes um, this is the first movie to to um, really get the uh, the licensing and merchandising aspect of, oh movie so this i remember this, like
1: lunch boxes
0: at the, yeah stuff, so yeah. this was the first this the, like there were action figures up to this point but most of them weren't related to movies or anything like that and the guy uh, the producer really got that and it kind of it laid the groundwork for uh star wars and george lucas to do what he did with with the merchandising and stuff very interesting
1: hey what's up ma'am fam kent here and yes if you're hearing from me you know it's time to talk about blue apron If you haven't tried out Blue Apron by now, what the heck are you even doing? Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. They deliver fresh meals straight to your door. All the food is fresh, it's sourced from local farms, and there's no wasted ingredients. I've been a Blue Apron subscriber for a long time now, and they have still, to this day, never let me down. There's tons of variety. Some featured upcoming meals include summer vegetable and egg paninis, Soy glazed pork and rice cakes Skillet vegetable chili With cheddar drop biscuits Holy crap And garlic butter shrimp And corn with green bean salad So take it from me Try out Blue Apron now Go to blueapron.com mad That's blueapron.com mad Get three meals on us for free Nothing goes better with a movie than dinner So check out Blue Apron Blueapron.com mad Blue Apron, a better way to cook Hey, ma'am, fam, question for you. Do you own a small business or are you a boss? Are you looking to hire awesome people, but you just can't find somebody to fill that role? Let me tell you about ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites all with one click. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. For supporting this episode of the Mad About Movies podcast, uh, there's some cheese element to this, sure. like 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 the apes say at one point. You know what they say: human see, human do. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. my like, gosh! Yeah, that's really you had to work that line into there somehow, right? Um, I think, though, for the most part, this is just a commentary on animal rights, is it not? Yeah, it has a lot. To, I think the movie
0: has a lot to say about uh, war culture. It has a lot to say about religion. It has a lot to say about just society in general and the way that we. Uh, Richard, you're totally spot on. There's a lot of similarities between this and Starship Troopers. Just this is done well <laughs> instead of the that other way. way. But yeah, no. There's a, there's some animal rights issues at, at work here too, and uh, I think religious overtones and undertones are
1: more. Prominent than anything else, but uh, but there's a lot to it. Like how, I guess, it, how it comments on zoos and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. putting animals in cages and making them mate with each other, and things like that. Uh, you know, just flip the tables. Like if it was humans in the cages sure. and the animals were in charge, right. how how would we feel about the scenario? You know, it does. It really does make you think twice about. Wow, we're it's really messed up how we treat <laughs> apes, especially you sure. know putting them in. Zoos and putting glass behind them and using them for literally for entertainment at at zoos is pretty disturbing. Taking them out of their natural habitat and everything is is not good. Um, man, the reveal of Charlton Heston's that he can talk is really good. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. still to this day, where he's like the damn dirty apes line, right, is still awesome. Or if you're Tim Burton, damn dirty humans, golly, the worst. Right, the worst. I mean, it's the best. Now, I remember going to see Planet of the Apes when it came out. The too, other yeah. one with my family. My, I think my cousins were in town for Christmas or something. Like it was the, it was like the biggest movie coming out in 2001 or whatever year it was. Mm-hmm. And all of us just being like, ugh, you yeah. Know?
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know anybody who likes that movie. Like almost every movie, you can find somebody who's like, oh, this was <laughs> fun. That's a movie. I don't know what it is on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's got to be way too high. Cause it's like I just I, I literally I don't know a single human who owns that DVD or was like, oh yeah, the you know, remake Planet of the Apes is, is the better the better Planet of the Apes. You know, I just don't, I don't know anybody who who digs that. Um, Highly disappointing.
1: I'm, I'm gonna see the rating of that Planet. I'm gonna of guess thirty-five percent Apes 2001, and that's thirty-seven percent. too It's high. got a fifty what? on Metacritic. Okay, still bad. 50%. Not okay. Uh, let's see. I've got to get a Rotten Tomatoes. Man, the costumes somehow look worse mm-hmm. yeah. in the Rick Baker version of, of Planet of the Apes. I don't see how that's possible either. Um, is there anything that you don't like about this, other than the fact that it was made in the 60s yeah. and the effects don't hold up, maybe?
2: Um, oh, gosh. I mean, yeah, just the effects and the costumes are sort of silly, the cheesy lines, but but it's... uh. It's pretty great. I mean, it really is. I watched this a couple of days ago. Um, I didn't get. I just watched the first like forty five minutes of it to refresh, and was kind of uh, was kind of blown away at the scale of it for its time. It doesn't get enough credit because it is so. I mean, it's a Planet of Apes. So something like two thousand and one and stuff. It gets like more. Obviously, it's more philosophically bent, but but this is pretty pretty heavy for its time in a in a weird way.
1: It came out in July of two thousand one, and it has 45%. Man, it's too high. That's not a good movie. The Washington Post gave said it was splendidly ex- envisioned and boldly executed. Uh, you know, how much did it make? Did it kill it?
2: Let's see.
0: It did okay, if I remember, but it wasn't the hit. Because they were trying to launch a franchise off of it, and it didn't, it didn't work. This movie cost $6 million to make, and at least 20% of the budget, they think, went to uh, makeup and wow. costumes and stuff.
2: Yeah, it only made... I mean, only. It's a, quite a bit of money. But Planet of the Apes 2001 made 360 worldwide. Mm,
1: okay. Man. On 100 mil. James Rochi from Netflix reviewed this on Rotten Tomatoes, which, if you have the pleasure to retroactively review something, yeah. he gave it a fresh rating, saying yeah. Tim Burton's reinvention of the sci fi classic boasts awesome makeup and design. That's just that's such a cop out of it, regardless. <laughs> right. anyway. Did you not see it? Like he had it on yeah. mute the whole time or like, wow, yeah. Makeup looks yeah. awesome. So I'm gonna recommend I it. That. I hate that. I hate that too. Um so, for me, uh once the apes come into the picture, I think it's pretty boring, to be honest. <laughs> it's just them t- it's like politic talk for the entire movie. Yeah, the apes talking to other apes to
0: me is the worst part of the movie. Um I like I much prefer the interactions of, of Heston with uh, with the apes over apes talking to the other apes, but I, man, I I've always dug the the slow reveal on him being able to talk and the ways in which he tries to communicate to them that he can communicate, and then the, the sort of uh, the zealous, uh, re- <laughs> almost religious leader of the apes just being like, "I don't care. I'm not gonna. I'm not buying in. Doesn't matter." It's pretty. Has always been pretty interesting to me. What yeah, what other uh, what else do your notes say over there? Um, you know, it took Rod Serling wrote the oh, really? the base of this script. Uh, the producer took it to him and asked him, and he said it took him somewhere between thirty and forty drafts to get right. And even still, they had to, which tells you a lot, I think, about the source material. Totally, it's supposedly, like a really thick, heavy, not not cinema, uncinematic uh, source material. Um, but I thought that was cool that that he was in he was involved. And two things about the production that I thought were were interesting: Kent, the score is mm-hmm. uh, is atonal, and yeah. it's this kind of the first movie or at least first mainstream movie that used that sort of technique. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it got an Oscar nomination for that. Cool. And there's no cuts or fades in the movie after um, after they. That first opening sequence, and then I think the last scene has a cut in it, but pretty much everything that happens in the middle, you know, hour and 10, hour and 15 minutes uh, is just continuous from, from one scene to the next, no no cutting and stuff, which is definitely um, different from anything that was being done mm-hmm. back then. Yeah. So, it, I think the score is cool. This got great posters. If you ever oh, see any yeah, of the yeah, posters post- from this series, all of them
1: are really good. What does uh what's the significance of the forbidden zone? I never really understood that. Is it like somewhere where if they go there they would reveal where they are? Yeah. I guess that's it's, where the that's where the Statue of Liberty is.
0: Yeah, I think it's like the village kind of of like uh-huh. you can't go past this point because then the whole charade of what we're doing here gets, you know, it loses its strength or its its power. We we if we go there we'll know we'll find something that will disprove what our society is built on so we can't
1: we can't go there. I guess they have guns in this, but what's the, what's with their reliance on nets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, It's I think it's just supposed to be... It's supposed
0: Junglers. to be primitive. Yeah. And one of the earlier... I think as far as, like, even what they decided... This is the movie we're going to make. It was supposed to be an advanced, like, technologically uh, advanced society, and they decided that, A, it would look cooler if they were more primitive and rode horses and stuff, and, B... It will cost way less if we can do that versus yeah. having to create flying cars and
1: stuff. I like the contradiction between faith and science, too, mm-hmm. in here, how there's always a debate between that, you know? Yeah. That's like another commentary, like you said, religion. And uh, it's like really cool scene the reveal of the talking doll, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. That plays well. I love really well. that. Mm-hmm.
1: How that proves to the apes that humans could talk. Sure, because they never thought a human could talk. Like surely, if yeah. a human could talk, it would be the biggest right. discovery in the history of our right. planet.
0: You know, and that the the high priest or whatever it is, still even even in that moment, even knowing that they have, that he's been proven wrong, buries the evidence rather than than uh, give into it, which is I think has as much to say as
1: anything else.
0: So, what kind of happens in the sequels?
1: Do they Dude, humans retake so over long, the planet, or
0: uh, no? Like, I think the next one is beneath the Planet of the Apes, and so he's trying. I think there's a human society that's formed underground, basically, and so he he. I think can't remember. I don't think he is in in any of the the sequels. Man, it's been so long since I've mm-hmm. since I've seen them. Um, but yeah, they at some point they try to get. I think they try to get off the planet. Or to get to another continent or something—I I can't remember exactly how. They're—they're—they're they're, they're worse. Like they're, it's diminishing returns every time. Box office-wise, too, they made less and less and less every time, and had less—you uh, know—less
1: cultural impact.
0: But then there was a TV series after the last movie. Yeah. Um,
1: and so I think this could work there. now as a TV series too.
0: Sure. Yeah. I yeah.
1: think it. I think there's a lot to tell, but man, I, again. The prequels have done an excellent job of. Mm-hmm. I'm excited of for capitalizing on this franchise for War.
0: I think um, I think Dawn was much better than Rise, and um, I'm excited for where we're going to go with
1: with War and Harrelson in War too. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: you yeah. to, to see
1: it. that. Maybe Franco comes back. Oh, I don't know. Jason Clark, yeah. whatever his name is. Yeah, I liked him. Felicity. Uh, I'm not Felicity. Carrie Russell, <laughs> Queen of Us All. Queen. Queen.
2: Queen. Queen. Queen, Queen Carrie. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, man, I don't even know where where what to grade this one because
2: yeah. Again,
1: when when I get to it's got so much cheese, but again, when they start talking, it's just like it's really boring to me. Like it up until they get to the apes, it's like really mysterious, and you're just kind of waiting for that to happen. And then the, the apes come, there's this big kind of battle scene, but then it's just like pretty boring. Until, were, until the twist, you know? But I can imagine... Actually, I do remember seeing this for the first time and being so confused by the twist. Like, wait,
2: what?
1: Sure. You know?
2: No, oh, So much so I even forgot about it. I'm an idiot.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it's cool. It's funny how in Spaceballs they bring it back. To, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where they uh, land on the Earth there and the Planet of the Apes are all there. Um, okay. Where would you... You're going to rate this pretty high, Brian, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. I think
1: it's. I think it holds up pretty
0: well. You're right. There's some dips in the narrative uh, here and there, but I think it has it has a lot to say. Number one, I think it still looks pretty good, and the uh, you know Heston's great. The twist is fun, and it's got two or three. It's got two or three iconic quotes, and one of the more iconic scenes of the era. The, the you know the end sequence with the Statue of Liberty and and his quote and everything is is something that. Um, you know, you still are going to see whenever the Oscars do... Uh, I love this scene where they're just hanging around naked together, all three of them. Um, <laughs> it's pretty, like we are It's pretty
2: right hot, yeah. I'm talking about us, not... not uh, right. that's a mirror. That's yeah. not the oh, That's right.
0: Yeah. Huh. I didn't, never mind. Um, so, could,
1: could go a lot of ways with that. <laughs> uh,
0: but uh, If we get 50 tweets, tweets, we will do an episode yeah. in the buff. Uh, Not really, uh, and then you also have to pay for our, our respective salaries for the next ten years. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're all fired. But anyway, no, like I, I well, we love... won't show it. We'll just talk about how <laughs> oh, naked okay. we are. Yeah, no, 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 no we
2: show I only do uh, I only do back nudity. I don't do frontal. <laughs> That's <laughs> in my contract. You read it. I actually am the opposite. It's weird. <laughs> I'm very can't, sensitive about my butt. Kent, only does side. He only, a side nude. Kent only like he likes profile nudity. Just profile nudity. Only, only in like
1: silhouette. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Painting, it's very like, flattering actually. No, I'm like, like very flattering. Yeah. It's my best angle. Oh, no, man.
2: I get your Christmas card every year. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wish you'd stop sending me honestly. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But no, no like I, I really like th- that That in sequence is one of the better. You'll see that scene in every, you know, Oscar montage that does anything science fiction related like oh we're going to we're going to see uh the Statue of Liberty and stuff and so that that all holds up really well for me. So th- for me this is um for the time this is a this is an A plus for 2017 I'd probably go probably go strong A minus I love how they're on a an eight planet and they're just eating fruit and stuff they're just oh, it's, down there It's man. got the uh it's fine. the alien cover all these though. other humans are eating it it's fine we can do it they're probably the same as us right
1: Probably probably Yeah how would you like to be the girl that's only to- that never says a word, That's too. No, I'm surprised her. her career didn't just take off. Yeah. Heston is, is
0: in on that chicken.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's like, just we just are like, gonna like, Who are you? I'm Charlton oh, Heston.
1: Uh Richard, where would you I'll go rank B pl- B plus. B plus. That's fair. Fair.
2: It's kind of a B movie in a way, so I thought that yeah, there was that. Yeah, yeah. There the the best B movie ever made.
1: Yeah. No. I'm gonna go B plus as well. Um I rank this probably a little bit lower than the the prequels, but uh, man, I'm I'm excited about the the new one too. I think the new one could really put the the uh the new Planet of the Apes uh, uh you know in high regard. It'll be maybe one of those we look back on in five years and be like, man, those were really good. Yeah, it's yeah. a really smart, clever way to reboot something. You sure. Know? Yeah. Instead of just doing Tim Burton and just let's remake the original, and just do the same thing yeah. but only worse. Add some spiders. It's fine. Yeah. And uh, John Lithgow is really good in Rise, too. He is. If he's you, great. He's great. Oh, this
0: sequence everything. is great, too, by the way. We didn't mention... The, corn, my, the corn hunt scene is really cool. It's a good
1: idea. Yeah, it is. The way it's done. Um, okay. Well, War for the Rise of the Planet of the Apes is coming out soon, and we will be reviewing that, I'm sure. But until then, Brian, where can we find you on the internet?
0: You can find me on the Twitter at bgil 12 You can find my writing at MadAboutMoviesPodcast.com and the Mad About Movies Podcast newsletter.
2: Richard, where can we find you? You can find me on all the social media, be it Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. Flickr. <laughs> Flickr. Um, anywhere at uh, <laughs> Zanga, Myspace, <laughs> Friendster. All of them. I'm on all of them and I'm active on all of them.
1: Yeah, he won't let it go.
2: Yeah, I won't I won't let him let him die. Uh you can find me at Richard Barton all that or the Mad About Movies podcast newsletter. Kent where can I find you? You can find
1: me on AIM and Google Plus <laughs> at Kent Garrison, and on the Twitter AIM.
2: Uh, you have an, you've had an away message yeah, up though, the last couple of days. I was yeah. wondering if making sure everything's okay. What if yeah, what, what if i your lyric know. probably. Yeah, I had this like Hawthorne <laughs> Hides lyric on there for 12 years and I, I didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no offense, No offense. Yeah.
1: I've got uh, my. I haven't updated card. my
2: info in like 24 hours, so here comes the netting. Get netted, bro! Oh, oh there was a log there. Converse oh, it. Uh,
1: you can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at Kent Garrison. kentgarrison.com Find us on Twitter at Mad About Movies. Let's continue the conversation online. Shoot us an email at any time. And Mad About dot com is our homepage. Visit us there for great blogs and things of that nature. Uh, but until next time, we'll see you at the cinema. You darn dirty humans. Bye.
2: Goodbye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling Tossed salads and scrambled eggs And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs again scrambled eggs all over my face they're making me ya the silence and scrambled eggs
1: they're calling again